What's up, babes? Hello, good morning, good afternoon, good night, and goodbye to anybody standing in your way of being the best possible version of yourself. Yes, babe, the sexiest, the wealthiest, the happiest. I've made a fuck ton of mistakes, drunkenly stumbled through entrepreneurship and stripping, learned so much about business, I practically have an MBA without ever going to college. I've done it all, so you don't have to. You're fucking welcome. (laughs) I swear to God, y'all, like I said a few episodes back, I don't even ever have to plan what I'm going to talk about in my podcast because all of these interactions and conversations just keep coming up that are perfect to discuss with y'all. So I'm so excited. Thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you so much for being open to learning and growing and shifting your perspective. Maybe dropping some of the preconceived notions or judgments that you had around strippers. My goal here is to show you that strippers are smart. And just because you have an unconventional idea or an unconventional start in business, that does not dictate your success. In fact, having an unconventional start or a different view of business or what's already been taught or shown in the world, that can be your biggest strength. So I want to drop some fucking knowledge on y'all, discuss some opinions, and just get you thinking outside of the box. From somebody that you may have not taken seriously before or realized could teach you something. Because let me be real Robin Dude pants with y'all. Everyone has something to teach you. You always have something to learn and you always have something to teach. It doesn't matter where you're from, what stage of life or business you're in. It doesn't matter who the fuck you are. Everyone has something to learn and everyone has something to teach. Because we are all so different and we've all been through different experiences and traumas and life lessons, we all have such a unique outlook on life and business. That's what's so fucking beautiful. So I'm so fucking excited to be here with y'all. One of my main focuses for self-development lately has been taking accountability and inspired action towards all of the mistakes that I've made in my life, anything that's gone on. I've been tying up loose ends these first few weeks into the the new year, offering up forgiveness for others, offering up apologies for those I've wronged, taking responsibility for the mistakes that I made a few years ago. I got myself into debt. I got behind on a lot of payments. You know, my money karma wasn't doing so great. So I've taken steps now to work on that. I'm paying off a lot of things. I'm letting go of a lot of hurt, taking responsibility for everything that's gone on in my life because I'm in full control, as are you. Everything that's occurred in your life, whether it was a product of somebody else or the way they treated you, how you respond and how you move forward is totally up to you. And there is a big difference between taking accountability and responsibility and blaming yourself and blaming others. So a good way to look at this is when you're taking accountability and responsibility, you're not just sitting in a dark pit thinking, I'm such a fuck up. Look at everything I've done wrong or look at that person. They're responsible for this. They hurt me. They did this. They're the reason for X, Y and Z. They made me feel X, Y and Z. 
babe, you got to stop that shit right fucking now. Because that mindset, those beliefs, they are keeping you the fuck down. You can hold yourself accountable and take responsibility for your actions without beating yourself the fuck up. That's exactly what I'm doing right now in my finances, in my life, in my past friendships, letting go of the hurt, letting go of the blame or the fear, and just looking at what I've done and saying, okay, I did this. That already happened. It's over and done with. There's nothing I can do now. And beating myself up and wasting that energy and wasting that time, beating myself the fuck up and like agonizing over my mistakes, that is not pulling me any closer to my goals. That hour that I spent moping about what happened before and what they did and what I did and whatever the fuck, that energy could have been going towards my next step and taking action. So I really want you to think critically about this, babes. I want you to think about what has gone on in your life that is unsavory, you don't like, you want to change, people that you blame for X, Y, and Z, people that have done X, Y, and Z, whatever the fuck. And I want you to think about your next step rather than focusing on the feeling, focusing on what happened or, you know, agonizing over the mistake. I want you to think, okay, this has already happened. It's over and done with. Now what? How am I going to fix this? How can I take responsibility for this? How can I move forward? When you think about things critically and objectively and in a goal-based way rather than blame and victimhood and anger, it's amazing how much can get done. It's such a simple shift in mindset, but it is imperative and it is key to moving forward. I have become obsessed lately with taking ugly, negative feelings and using them to fuel me. When I experience an emotion of hurt or pain or jealousy, I ask myself, how can I shift this emotion and this negative feeling and use it as fuel? How can I use this emotion that I once perceived as negative and how can I use it to help me grow? Because when we think about our emotions, a lot of the times we're trying to fight against them. We're trying to numb them. We're trying to ignore them. We're trying to shift blame onto someone else so we don't have to deal with our feelings. But emotions are beautiful. They're the very byproduct of being alive and being human. So not fighting against what we feel and what we've done and instead accepting that we have emotions that aren't always going to feel so good and admitting shit about yourself that isn't great and isn't a fucking gold star, it doesn't feel that good in the moment. But the end result is always worth it. And using these negative emotions to fuel you, like jealousy. I've talked about jealousy a lot because in a business and in an industry where it is very competition-based, there's a sense of urgency, there's a hustle, there's a grind, there's a lot of jealousy that will come up. But rather than letting jealousy run the show and being angry at other successful people, being angry and jealous over beautiful people, whatever the fuck, you can take that emotion and ask yourself, why am I jealous? What is this showing me about myself? 
all right, I'm experiencing jealousy. That means I need to step my game up. Or I'm experiencing jealousy. Okay, well, how can I better myself and use it as a learning experience? I'm jealous because she makes me feel insecure because I don't have that. Okay. Is it the end of the fucking world? No. You just robbed that jealousy of the power over you. By calling it by its name, by looking it in the eye, you have rendered jealousy powerless in your life. If you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling sad, asking yourself, how can I use this to fuel me? How can I use this to help me grow? Okay, when I experience depression, when I experience sadness, I remember the days of feeling better, feeling connected, feeling strong, feeling powerful. Without the depression and sadness, I would not be able to appreciate and grasp what happiness is truly about and how it feels. And in that moment, you're robbing that sadness and depression of the power over you by calling it by its name, by looking it in the eye. Y'all notice a pattern here? When you're honest about your feelings and honest about your emotions, it's a little less intense. It's a little less powerful over you. You're in the driver's seat. You have the power to create anything you'd like, and you can create something positive from negative emotions. I recently had a run-in with a friend. We had a disagreement. We both are in the wrong. I offered up an apology. She offered up more blame. And of course it was hurtful. Of course I had feelings about it. Of course it brought up a lot of ugly, ugly feelings for me. But I actually used it as a lesson. And I used it to teach other people as I'm teaching you right now. On Instagram, I do coffee dates with Lolo every weekday, and that was the subject of my coffee date. This unsavory interaction and these ugly feelings were used to teach others and help them through ugly feelings and tough situations and interactions in their lives. So something that was originally negative, that affected me negatively, I flipped it and turned it into a positive, and I've used it to help other people through life. That's fucking amazing. And that's beautiful. Would my teaching and other people's aha moments, would it have the same impact without the pain, without the hurt? I don't think so. Pain and hurt and guilt and jealousy, all these feelings, they are inevitable because we are a kaleidoscope of emotions. We are creatures of emotion and not logic. So these feelings are inevitable, but what you choose to do with them and how you choose to handle them, that is all up to you, babe. You have the power. You are the one in the driver's seat, not your emotions. I like to think of my emotions as being in the passenger seat. They're there. I experience them, I'm aware of them, but they do not run the fucking show. I do. I'm in the driver's seat and I'm making decisions based off of my emotions, but they're not driving the car. Shit's deep, right? Bet y'all weren't expecting this from a fucking stripper. (laughs) Something else 
interesting that I wanted to touch on was my own biased opinions of strippers. So I realized that I was feeling holier than thou and I was feeling superior because I'm growing my business, I have aspirations outside of the club. I realized after a discussion with a guy at the club that I was biased and I just absolutely loved this realization because I love learning about myself. I love busting through blocks in my own flaws. It's just so exciting to realize where my mind has been limiting and moving past that. It's really fucking exciting. So I was talking to a guy in the club and he asked me about myself, like what I do. So I explained my business. I explained everything that I've been working on and what I do and all my creative endeavors and my business endeavors. And I felt so proud of myself, like, hell yeah, I'm a stripper. I'm smart as fuck. You know, I'm enlightened AF. I'm working on so much and I'm going to retire from stripping and blah, blah, fucking blah, right? Feeling pretty good about myself and comparing myself to other strippers, feeling superior about it. I didn't realize in that moment that that's how I felt, but this man mind-fucked me. He skull-fucked my life, okay? He turns to me and he says, you know, that's really great, and that's awesome, but what's wrong with just being a stripper for the rest of your life? Like, you get to show up at work in your lingerie, you get to talk to people, you get to drink, you get to enjoy yourself, and you make your own schedule, I think that's pretty fucking amazing. And most people would want to choose that if they could. And if they weren't afraid, or if they they had the ability, whatever the fuck. And when he said that shit, I was like, holy fuck. I've been judging and biased and feeling superior because I have other plans outside the club. And I'm like, oh, well, the other girls don't. I feel so great about myself you know, putting them down unconsciously to boost myself up. And when he said that, I was like, yo, wow. (laughs) Dude, I was not expecting that. This happens to me all the time where I have deep ass conversations and come to deep realizations in the club all the fucking time. And that was another wow moment. Like, wow, what is wrong with being a stripper forever? It's only perceived as a bad thing because of the taboo nature of the business and people's outlooks on strippers and, you know, lucrative self-employment and fucking being sexy and using your sexuality and being a woman. And I realized, I'm like, damn, I've been a part of the problem too. And in that moment, I'm like, hell yeah, it doesn't matter. If I wanted to be a stripper forever, that does not make me less worthy of success or happiness or anything. It doesn't make me any less of a human being. And my decision to make a business, to grow, to work on creative endeavors outside of the club, that does not make me better than anybody. And it doesn't make me worse. It doesn't make me anything. It just is. And wow, guys, let me tell you, what a fucking realization. And that's why I just, I love... I love looking at myself critically. I really do. Because when I dropped the blame, like a couple years ago when I had that realization, I'd be like, wow, I'm such a fucking asshole. I'm such a fucking dick. How dare I? I'm a piece of shit. And it would have come from a place of victimhood and blame. 
But now that I've been growing and moving past that, now I get excited about busting through blocks and moving past limiting beliefs. It's such a small, small shift, but it it frees up so much space and offers up so much freedom. So that story and that breakthrough also ties directly in to another conversation and interaction that I had the other day. I went to the steam room and I met this girl and she complimented my swimsuit. You you know, ladies, when you meet a girl and y'all just immediately start talking and telling each other your life story, that's pretty much what happened with me and this girl. She was super sweet. She was like an African goddess and we were just sweating and talking shit and she was really awesome. And she asked me what I do. So I explained, I'm a stripper entrepreneur, blah, fucking blah, laid it all out for her. And the judgment tone came on the, oh, well, as long as you don't do that forever and, you know, don't do that forever, you, you will want to work on something else. Like that's good for now, but what about the future? And I'm like, Hey, I'm growing my business right now. And this lifestyle fits in right now. I don't have plans to keep going. But even if I did, as long as you have the right mindset and you treat it as a business and a professional, you know, a professional job, there's no reason why you can't retire on multiple six figures or however much from dancing. And I realized that that has come up for me a lot when I tell people that I'm a stripper, when I explain what I do, when I, the more candid I've got about my lifestyle People always say the same thing. Well, don't, you can't do that forever. Make sure you have something else lined up. Make sure blah, fucking blah, 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 blah. And I realized that because of the taboo nature of the business, because of sex work and the very limiting beliefs we have on sex and women and what being a lady is or what being a professional is or what being successful is, There's that judgment of, well, don't do that forever. Don't do that forever. You got to do something else and get a real adult job. And I just laugh because, okay, well, you're working at McDonald's or you're working a soul-sucking nine-to-five job that has no personal development that isn't actually what you want to be doing. But we don't say that to those people. We don't say, Don't do that forever. Make sure you have something else lined up. Make sure you're working on yourself or other things. So because another soul-sucking, fucked-up job is perceived as normal in society, that's allowed to go on forever because it's normal. It's perceived as normal. It's perceived as honest work. There's a different perception around those kind of jobs. And even if those aren't fulfilling or nearly as lucrative, that's okay. But when you're a stripper and you're proud of what you do or you're open about it, people want to tell you all the fucking time, well, you can't do that forever. Look here, buckaroo. I am well aware that not for for the rest of my life, like not everyone is always going to want to pay me to take my clothes off or be beautiful. It's a very time sensitive job. I'm not always going to be 22 years old. I'm not always going to have this physique. I'm not always going to be viewed as attractive to other people. And that's okay. 
I have long accepted that. Obviously, it's not a forever thing. Obviously, it's a stepping stone for me personally. But if it wasn't, who the fuck is anybody to tell anyone what they need to be doing? Just like I'm not telling the desk job workers working nine to five, feeling like shit, but it's paying the bills and it's comfortable and they're happy with it. I'm not telling them, hey, you should really make sure that you're working on yourself and you have something else lined up. No. It's only because of the taboo nature of the business. It's another biased opinion. And I realized that I had that biased opinion. As someone in the industry, I had that biased opinion. It's so, so fascinating how these beliefs are ingrained. And that's why my new fucking motto for this year is I want to take in what I've learned, not what I've been taught. This is my life. I choose what resonates with me. What I learn is what sticks with me. It's what speaks to me. It's what makes sense. And what I've been taught are other people's opinions, other people's limiting beliefs that have been taught to them by somebody else. And, you know, you keep following the herd. You keep following the shoulds and what everyone else has done and what everyone else is doing and what everyone else has been taught. You need to learn for yourself. You need to find what resonates with you and feels good and feels right and feels juicy and sexy. You need to find that and you need to learn that. Not stay in the box of this is what I've been taught. This is what I know to be true because of what someone else told me. You need to learn for yourself. That's the only way to grow. Babes, I want you to think about this critically too. It's like, what have you been taught versus what you've learned? What do you want to truly learn for yourself? Is it spirituality? Is it fulfillment? What do you want to let go of? What have you been taught that doesn't work for you? For me, it's money is limited or I can't be successful in love and life. I can't have it all. There has to be a cap on it. There has to be a limit. What have you been taught that doesn't fucking work anymore? That doesn't apply? What do you want to learn for yourself? What do you want to experience? What kind of life do you want to create? What kind of money do you want to make? What about your life have you been taught? Like, oh, you have to work really hard. You have to go to school. You have to do this. You have to do that. In order to be successful, you have to work a corporate job and do the nine to five and have a white picket fence and have kids and have a marriage and blah, fucking blah, blah, fucking blah. What have you been taught that you're outgrowing? What doesn't resonate with you? What the fuck do you want to learn for yourself? what life is truly about, what kind of money you want to make, what kind of lifestyle you want to curate, what kind of mindset you want to have. That's all up to you. And you're already doing it right fucking now. By listening to this and by absorbing it, by being open to learning and questioning and discerning, you're doing that right fucking now. And you can continue to. That's all up to you. I believe in you so fucking much and I'm so proud of you for showing up today, being open to new suggestions and new ideas and dropping the fucking taboo nature around strippers and listening to one that's dropping some fucking knowledge on your ass. Remember that you are both the student and the teacher. You have something to learn and you have something to teach. 
And what is that going to be? Are you going to teach what you've been taught? Or are you going to learn for your fucking self? The choice is yours, babe. What's it going to be? <laughs> I love you so much. I'll see you next time. Additional music provided by recording artist and producer Savak. Music available on all major streaming services. If you'd like to find out how to get a theme song of your very own, feel free to reach out at Seriously Savak on Twitter and Instagram. This has been the Hustle Like a Stripper podcast.